talk about something and the Lord put something completely different on my heart. Amen. Don't you hate when he does that? No, I don't either. <laughs> but you know, this week's Torah portion was having the Israelites and those righteous Gentiles entering into the land, right? And he reminds them that if he, you do what he says, he will take care of you. You know, the, the motto for the congregation is reaching the lost and educating the found. And that's exactly what this week's tour portion is about. We were a lost people. And he brought us in and he found us. And once he, we, once he brought us in, he then teaches. See, we can't assume that as when we come in as a new believer that we're going to know everything right away, right? I get so many people that want to learn everything. Well, I want to know all 613 commandments right now. Right? How many of y'all were like that? I know I'm looking at some of y'all. I know who you are. Right? I want to do it right now. I want to get every single one of them. I want to do them all, and we're going to be perfect. And, and that's not the case, is it? And then there's others that feel hurt from when they come from their church and say, why have we been taught wrong for so many years? Amen. They get mad at their pastors. And the pastor really doesn't understand it because that's all he learned from the, the seminary, so that's what he thought was right, right? How many of you try to argue with a pastor? <laughs> pastor, why are we doing Sunday worship? We know the, the Sabbath is Saturday. Yeah. Oh, well, 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 you know. A lot of y'all got, when y'all left, they said, well, we're sorry to leave, make, that you're leaving, right? They really weren't. They were kind of like, whew, I'm glad he's gone. Man, he was giving me a hard time. I was having to read the Bible. I was having to defend him what I was believing, and I couldn't do it. But when you're able to read the Word and educate yourself and learn, that's what it's about. It's not about reading what this commentary says or that commentary or what this rabbi or that rabbi. Great insight. But what does the word say? Because I'm going to be honest, I've read a lot of what the rabbis say, and I think some of them are on drugs. That's all I have to say. They say some of the wildest things. And you're like, where did they get that? And... Some of y'all say, how can I get that? <laughs> None of y'all. But reality is when you, when you study God's word and you learn what he says, that's what it's all about. That's why we started the congregation, to educate the found. Because that's what we need. We need that firm foundation. When you have a, you know, I, I look at a lot of houses. I looked at one yesterday. I can walk up and I'm like, something's wrong with the foundation. Because the front deck was like that, right? When it's at an angle, if you're having to walk up your deck and it takes exercise, there's something wrong with your deck, right? Because it's the foundation wasn't put in right. See, if your foundation's not right, you can have the Taj Mahal, it's going to come down. And we got to build what we have on God's Word. 
when he, when he is your foundation, whatever you build on top is going to stay stand the test of time. Amen. And that's what we need to do in our lives. We need to make sure that we are promoting God's will. Amen. That we're standing up for what He wants us to do. Yes. We can't be afraid of the enemy. Yes. We can't be afraid of what they're telling us because we know the enemy's going to lie to us. Yes. The, the, you know, the news on any channel you watch, I guarantee you 100% none of them are telling you all the truth. But we're seeing things happen in this world today that confirms to me that we are closer to our Messiah's return. Amen. Events in history are taking place, and God is not looking down going, what happened there? He knows exactly what's going on. This is not surprising. This is the devil attacking. Because the closer we get to God, the farther the devil wants us to be with him. And that's what we see being here attacked, this unity. That's all the form of the... How many of y'all realize that's how the devil works? Remember how it all started in the beginning? Oh, you can eat the fruit. What's, it's not going to kill you. Right? It's that temptation he puts in. That, that sense of, oh, i got to go against God's will. That's what the devil does. He digs in and digs deep and tries to confuse you. He tries to take you when you're down. You know, Yeshua had fasted for 40 days, and the devil said, now's my time. I'm coming in. And he starts tempting him. And he's offering him God, our, our Messiah stuff, that the devil doesn't even own. Look, I'll give you all this. It's not yours to give, devil. And Yeshua stood on the word. And he showed the devil the truth. And that's what we need to do today. We need to stand up for God. We can't be ashamed of the gospel because it's a salvation for everyone who believes, to the Jew first and then to the nations. And that's what we have to do. That's what we have to focus on is how do we get the word out? How do we let people know the truth? It's by our walk, by who we are and what we do. And when we can do that, that's what changes the world. When we can sit there and educate and show a person what the Word of God says, not what some man says, not what some theology says, not what some former leader says like Constantine. You realize the only reason why we celebrate Sunday as a day of worship, why the church does it, we don't do it, but why the church does it, is one reason. Constantine. Who thought... He was Messiah reincarnated. A little bit of a, you know, God issue there, right? And he didn't like the Jewish stuff. He wanted to eat pork ribs and barbecue. Right? He wanted to change everything. Because he realized that what he was trying to teach went away from the Word of God. 
And unfortunately, the body has followed that. But here's what's going on. We're seeing a switch. Rabbi Yossi was just telling me that they had a, a situation where they were meeting and they ended up having to, to leave there. And they're meeting now in a, in a church. But the church, the, 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 the pastor is seeing the Jewishes and stop do, you know, worshiping, uh, doing things the, the, the old-fashioned way, stop celebrating Easter and that. Lost a lot of his congregation. How dare he do that, right? How dare he say that Yeshua wasn't born on Easter or raised on Easter, right? How dare he say that? Because we know he's right, though. Next, he'll tell us there's no Santa Claus, right? We need to make sure we're teaching the Word. But the body is starting to turn back. And what we're seeing going on in the Middle East right now, you need to pay attention. What we have started to see is life-changing. And to, to say that our nation has been a part of it is an understatement. President after president after president promised to move the embassy to Jerusalem. How many of y'all realize that? Republicans and Democrats alike, they all promised it. And none of them could do it. None of them did it. And then all of a sudden, how many years ago has that been now? About three years ago, right? Two years ago, thank you. Boom. It's there. And now, guess what? Other nations, Arab nations, our enemies, our sworn enemies that wanted to destroy us are now coming and wanting peace. We need to pay attention. You might not like him. You might not like everything he does. But he's doing something great for Israel, isn't he? Give him, it is amazing to see. No one else has done this. You know, some people say that the Lord brought him in for such a time as this. I don't know. You know, he probably wasn't most of our first. None of us really thought he was going to make it. I don't think he thought he was going to get president in the beginning. But look what he has done. And look at how the devil has attacked and attacked and attacked. Because he's blessing Israel. Our nation right now with this virus, let's face it, we should be, and everyone around the world, every economy almost, is on the verge, how many of you realize we're on the verge of collapse? Is what we should be, Right? except our stock market is stronger than ever before. Because God's still protecting. Yes, it's been a hardship, but we can get through this. We're going to get through what the devil is throwing at us. Because no weapon formed against us shall prosper, says the Lord. He's not going to be able to stop the spreading of the good news. 
and a shame on the news agencies that aren't reporting what he's doing. I don't care if you don't like him or not. You know, when someone does good, you've got to give them credit, right? Amen. Is that anything wrong to do? Yeah, yes, but, you know, and actually he's done something, right? Can we take that off the screen, please? <laughs> I like seeing nothing. <laughs> you're okay, you're fired. I'm oh, just kidding, just kidding. I had to do it. <laughs> now, where was I? Okay. Nobel Prize, right? The man is bringing peace to the Middle East. That is saying something. That's telling us that God is still in control. That God knows what's going on. You know, it's funny. When I was in college, when I had heard about this, in, in college I went to a Baptist back school. I went to Mercer University here in Atlanta when they still had the undergraduate program. And we had international students. And I was one of the few Jewish kids at a Baptist school. And I ran for president of the student government. And I won. And my vice president was from Bahrain. She was a Muslim. You had a Jew and a Muslim running the student government at a Baptist school. It's not a joke. <laughs> but here's the funny part. You think that was good? It's the only year that the student government actually made a profit. Think about it. We work together. See, God is doing something when you can work together. Remember Taz Saeed? He's a sniper. He would kill that. What he did was he killed people. He was a personal driver for Yasser Arafat also. And God radically changed him. You look into that man's eyes, and I've looked into his eyes, and I don't see a drop of hate. I see pure love for Israel and the Jewish people. See, that's what God can do. God can take what is bad and turn it to good. We have to believe in it. We have to stop saying, oh, it's not going to happen. It is happening. You know, I talked about commentaries. One of my favorite commentaries studying was a man named Ironside. He was actually a Baptist pastor. Had an understanding of the Jewish identity and the roots and when you read his work and when you read about what talking about Israel returning, because he actually died before Israel became a nation, he never thought it would happen. Shortly after his death, it happened. Israel was reborn in a day. God is in control. This scripture talks about that, that when we turn back to God, God is there for us because he never turned his back on us. We have to go 
and walk and be proud. We need to understand that God's authority is over all this world. And you know what? We can defeat the enemy. He can throw plagues at us, and we will defeat him. Because no weapon formed against us shall prosper. The devil is not in control. He might have the world right now, but guess what? He's not going to like what's going to happen next week. Because he's going to hear that chauffeur blast from every place around the world. And he hates that noise. Because he knows that that's the sound that he's going to hear when his time is up. And I believe we're getting closer. We're going to see Yeshua returning, riding on a horse. With his talit on. Don't know if he's going to have a yarmulke. That's a man-made thing. He'll have his seat seat on his legs. And a sword in one hand. I believe that sword is a shofar. Because that's what's going to take the world down. And he's going to reestablish his kingdom. And the dead and Messiah will rise first. And there'll be some news agencies still reporting it. Others will be off the air. Some of y'all will get that. The others will get it later. Right? We're going to see... Our Messiah's return. And these are the things that have to take place. We're seeing it before our eyes. Take notice. Don't be caught like those virgins without the oil. When the Messiah comes. We need to be ready as if it can happen right now. Because we know what's gonna ha- how our Messiah is returning. With the sounding of the shofar. And he has fulfilled every other feast. He was our sacrificial lamb. He rose on the feast of first fruits, the infilling of the Holy Spirit, and the feast of the latter fruits. He was most likely born at Sukkot, God dwelling among us. He is our young Kippur, he is our atonement. The only thing we're waiting for is his return. And it says we're going to know it. Don't, you know, don't, if if the news starts reporting that the Messiah has come, do not believe it. You will not know it that way. The news will not report it for you. Because he's coming back the way he left. You will see him in the skies. You will not need to worry about who's reporting it. I agree. (laughs) I'm with her. Right? We're going to know. That was an amen I heard from her. That was just amen. But that's what we're waiting for. So don't be afraid. Don't worry about what's going on in the world. We need to protect ourselves, right? But we know that God is in control. 
The devil doesn't want you to come to service. That is the reality. He doesn't want us to gather together. But guess what? We can. We can come together and we can worship. And we can see the presence of the Lord. <coughs> so don't be afraid. Because the devil is not going to win this war. We are in control. God made it very clear. We're to reach the lost and educate the found. That's what we need to do. We need to teach the Word of God. Not what the rabbi wants to say or believe. We teach the Word of God. And that's what makes things different. That's what we can understand what's taking place. We can understand how God is going to work in our lives. And when we do that, that's when the world changes. But don't be ignorant of what we're seeing going on in the world and who's doing it. We're seeing miracles take place. If you were to tell me in 2016 that all these things were going to happen to Israel, not forget about what's going on with the virus. I would say you're crazy. Because you know what? Everyone promises it. Let's face it. Everyone promises it. No one does it. He's done it. And done it again. And done it again. It's something to say about that. We need to take notice. Who is going to bless Israel? That's what we... That, do you want our nation to be blessed? You know why I think our economy is so strong? It's not because of anything we're doing. It's because we're blessing Israel. Why have we not? I mean, there is no reason why we haven't just tanked. But we're blessing Israel. And we're continuing to bless Israel. And guess what? God blesses those who bless Israel. Very plain and simple. We're going to start, wa start watching these Arab nations that have started blessing Israel and watch what starts happening to them. Look at the nations that are against Israel. Venezuela used to be one of the strongest economic countries in the world. They're against Israel. Now what are they? What? Starving. Yeah. The one at the bottom now. I'll never forget when I was, what country was I in? I'm thinking it was Cuba. And I was talking, yeah, it was Cuba. I was talking to a minister. And they had an area that the fruit, everything that they grow in this one area, fruit is bigger than normal. They couldn't, and they can't explain it. But what they found out was the person who owns the land always blessed Israel. And they'll tell you, oh, the, good, the big fruit comes from, it, from, from the people who bless Israel. God is still in control. 
don't be afraid. I know a lot of people are going through depression and a hard time because they can't get out. But guess what? You're not alone. God is with you. He is there and he's going to get you through this. Don't be afraid. He is, walk, he is carrying you through these times. We're about to come into Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. A time of reflection and understanding. The books will be open this year. Who will live and who will die? But the most important book is the Lamb's Book of Life. Because that book is eternal. And your name better be in that one. Because that's the one that counts. That's what it's about. Don't be ashamed of the gospel. For it's the salvation of everyone who believes. Proclaim his love through all of this. Your Facebook people start putting Isaiah 53 on there. By his stripes we are healed. We can claim healing of a nation, of a world. How many of you remember a couple of years ago we had a drought here in Georgia? Remember that? And it got pretty bad. And finally our governor said we're going to have a day of prayer. You all remember that? He came out and said, we're just going to pray to and people laughed at him. They had, I watched, they had signs, where's the rain? Guess what? Two days later, it started to rain. And now, man, how many of y'all had rain this summer? Right? We're no longer in the drought. You don't hear the news reporting that, do you? But he sought God. Maybe what we've learned from this is seek God what? First, not last. We need to seek him and let him intercede and let him show the world he is God. What man tries for bad, God will turn to good. We need to live on that. I want you all to bow your head and close your eyes. Abba, Father, we just come before you right now. Lord, I want you to give us the boldness, the, the zeal to proclaim your word. Lord, let us start putting Isaiah 53 on, on the, the websites, on social media. By your stripes, we are healed. We can proclaim that right now. Lord, you put your son on the altar for us. He shed his blood for us. He also healed the sick. He made the lame walk and the blind see. He cured leprosy. Lord, you can clear this virus now. Lord, we take authority over it. And by the blood of your Son, we ask for healing over it right now. Let no weapon formed against us prosper, Lord. Heal this world and let them see that it is you 
and you alone who are in control. Let them see your son's glory shine. Because, Lord, we wait for the day that every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Yeshua is King of kings and Lord of lords. We pray for the day that weapons will be turned into plowshares, and, Lord, we are seeing it happen before our eyes already. Lord, thank you for your spirit that guides us. Lord, we ask this in your son Yeshua's name. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Amen.